This is Caps This Morning with John Walton and Ben Raby on Caps Radio 24-7. Playing with house money tonight in Buffalo. Brian McClellan talks at midseason. Ben Raby with more on that. And the Islanders win again. They lead the Caps by four in the Mass Mutual East. Good morning, everybody. It's Monday, March 15th. Welcome to Caps This Morning here on Caps Radio 24-7. The Capitals tonight end a stretch of eight games in nine on the road. And you want to talk about playing with house money. How about this? The Capitals are 7-1 and one in the eight games completed. And the only game pending is tonight against the bottom team in the NHL, the Buffalo Sabres. Once you get through Buffalo, the Capitals at home for the next six Six-game homestand, it'll start tomorrow night. The second half of the season will begin as well. It starts with a showdown potentially for first place in the Mass Mutual East Division. The New York Islanders are in Tuesday, then the Rangers for two after that, the Devils for two, and then one more with the New York Rangers that'll just about take us to the end of the month of March. Oh, by the way, Tom Wilson going to come back in the middle of all that. He'll be back in the lineup on Saturday to face the Rangers at Capital One Arena couple of things to keep in mind for the game tonight against Buffalo. Evgeny Kuznetsov entering play tonight one point away from 400 NHL points as the Caps and Sabres drop the puck this evening. Nick Backstrom, who tied Callie Johansson in Philadelphia on Saturday with 983 games played in a Capitals uniform, will officially pass Callie Joe tonight. Nicky, when the puck drops, will be second all-time in Capitals history. In games played, only Alex Ovechkin with more. And Nicky's been pretty good against Buffalo this season as well, for what it's worth. Four goals, three assists, seven points in five games played against Buffalo this season. Speaking of Alex Ovechkin, he enters play tonight one goal away from tying Phil Esposito for sixth all-time in NHL history. Picked up a goal against the Flyers on Saturday. And then there's the Sabres. Yeah, they haven't won since February 23rd. That is 10 straight losses. They have just six wins in 26 games this season. And our lineup is not even close to 100%. Jack Eichel going to be out tonight due to injury and for the next little while. Dylan Cousins is out too. He's listed as day-to-day. And Linus Olmark not going to be able to go in between the pipes tonight for Buffalo. He's out due to injury. Carter Hutton is the expected starter for the Sabres this evening. Riley Shan is expected to be the number one center for the Buffalo Sabres tonight. He between Taylor Hall and Sam Reinhardt. The Sabres can't score, they can't play D, and they can't keep the puck out of the net. But other than that, things are going fairly well. Caps and Sabres coming up tonight at 7 o'clock. Before the Caps finished off a sweep of the Flyers on Saturday, General Manager Brian McClellan met the media discussing a wide variety of topics, including goaltending for the Caps, Alex Ovechkin's first half, and what does he think Alex has in the second half? And a whole lot more. Ben Raby was among those asking questions of the GM. He's got a lot more for us on that right now. Good morning, Ben. Hello, John, and happy Monday to you. And yes, GM Brian McClellan meeting with us the other day over Zoom, giving his midseason state of the franchise address, was generous with his time. We covered a variety of topics. I would say there wasn't anything especially quote-unquote newsy from the Zoom call, but probably the biggest takeaway or the biggest storyline to emerge from the Zoom call 
was the goaltending situation. It's been arguably the biggest storyline the first half of the year, and a case could be made. It might very well be the biggest question mark for the Capitals as they get into the second half of the season. Vitek Vanacek handling the bulk of the workload so far this season, but Ilya Samsonov now healthy and seemingly starting to get into a groove. So McClellan sharing his thoughts on the goaltending and whether he's confident in the young kids for a potentially deep postseason run. Yeah, I think, you know, obviously they're young guys. Uh, Vitek's done a great job for us here. I think he's really seized the opportunity he's been given. Nothing we would have predicted coming into the year. Um, and he's he's been solid. And I think he's improving. I think he's been given a lot of responsibility. He's handled it. So I think it's impressive what he's done for where he's at. Uh, you know, from going from not getting the opportunity that he deserved to taking advantage of a situation and running with it. I, I think it's been impressive. I think Samsonov is, um, you know, he's had a couple good games here. It's been a struggle a little bit for him to, to find his footing and to get to get up to speed and to get into game conditioning and get some games under his belt. Uh, last few games, I think he's been solid. So we'll see where he goes from here, too. I would only anticipate that he's going to improve and get better and get more comfortable. And if I can follow up, have you seen enough from them to be satisfied with the goaltending position uh, heading into the playoff? Or is that? Yeah, I, I think we need a bigger sample size on Samsonov to see where he's at. You know, how much of the load can he carry? I think we got a good sense of where Vitek's at. Um, and I would think Vitek's going to continue to get better, too. So, uh, I mean, we'll monitor here over the next month and see where we're at. All right, so a little bit of a wait-and-see approach there from Brian McClellan and the Capitals as it relates to the goaltending situation and the trade deadline coming up in less than a month. Trade deadline will be on April 12th this season. So, again, with the win over the weekend, Ilya Samsonov improving to 5-0-1 on the season. The workload is starting to increase of late. He's now started back-to-back games for the first time this season. He's played in three of the last four. But again, if you read between the lines from McClellan, sounds like the team is confident at this point in what they have in Vanacek. In other words, they know what they have. They know what he could handle. And now the question is, what can Samsonov handle, right? In the second half of the year, can he be trusted to handle a heavy workload? Again, keep in mind, he's never started three or more games consecutively in the NHL. So again, you listen to McClellan, sounds like between now and the April 12 trade deadline, we may see much more of Samsonov. Cap's trying to figure out, right? They're trying to see what they have in him. And I think because of that, you're going to see Samsonov get some run here over the next few weeks. And ideally, he shows himself well, and the Capitals are confident that they can stamp out with the kids. But if he struggles, and if Vanacek maybe battles some inconsistencies between now and April 12, who knows, maybe there is the desire to go out and acquire another veteran, somebody with a proven playoff track record. May not come cheaply from a Capitals perspective, but sounds like the door is open. Maybe, maybe, depending on how the next few weeks go, to add uh, little insurance policy between the pipes. But ideally, Samsonov shows himself well here over the next few weeks. All right, uh, besides the goaltending, with the trade deadline coming up, uh, Brian McClellan was also asked his thoughts just on the roster as a whole, are there any other potential holes he sees in the roster? Anything he wants to address, potentially via trade, in the next few weeks? You know, I like our D. I, th- I think we got eight defensemen that can play. 
Um, usually I'm a little paranoid about adding D and having depth there for injuries, but uh, I, I like where we're at. Forward group has been a balanced scoring group. You know, I think uh, Peter's done a great job of, you know, defining roles, you know, and, and we're getting contributions from all our forwards. So it's, it's, it's been good. You know, I don't know that there's any glaring weakness. We'll monitor the goaltending goal situation here as we get closer to the trade deadline to see how they're doing. Um, they're both uh, on track to play pretty well. So I, I think it's more playing it out here, and, and as we get closer to the deadline, we'll, we'll figure it out. And so McClellan almost doubling down there on his comments from earlier, saying really it's about monitoring the goaltending situation here between now and April 12. Otherwise, pretty confident in the makeup and the depth on the rest of the roster as far as the forwards and defensemen are concerned. The one thing I'm interested in seeing as well is actually the center depth on this team. And one through four, Capitals arguably among the deepest and the best quartets of centers in the league when you look at Backstrom, Kuznetsov, Eller, and Dowd. One through four, that's as formidable as it gets in the NHL. What I wonder about, and this is continuing to go down the depth chart, is do the Capitals have enough center depth beyond the big four? And we saw earlier this year when Kuznetsov missed some time due to his COVID absence and Lars Eller has missed some games because of injuries and and a personal matter. It's great that TJ Oshie has been able to slide into the middle when called upon in emergency situations and he's handled it well and he's had some fun playing center and he's enjoyed it. But I'm not sure that that's necessarily a long-term solution. If you go on another deep postseason run this spring into summer and... Something happens with one of your top four centermen. Who do you call on if you're the Capitals? You have Michael Scarbosa in AHL Hershey. You have Brian Pino on the taxi squad. Pino made a cameo appearance in the bubble last summer when Eller had to leave the team, or he left the team for very good reason, the birth in his family. But Pino, that was he barely played. He played like three shifts each game that he was used in in the bubble last summer, Pino. And I wonder, beyond the big four, if the Capitals could be in the market for more help at the center position. You think back to the run in 2018, when Nicholas Backstrom missed some time, missed quite a few games, if I remember correctly, in the Pittsburgh series and then the start of the Tampa Bay series. And what the Capitals did then is you were able to slide a Chandler Stevenson to play center. You had Travis Boyd as an option to play center. In other words, you had options, again, lower down the depth chart or guys who had experience playing center. And I wonder if on this 2021 team, beyond the big four, if you have options at your disposal. Connor McMichael is a center. I don't know if you need somebody in a pinch in an emergency situation come springtime, if he's the answer. I don't know that he is. So I don't know if that should be something maybe on the shopping list as well. It's a luxury to have center depth beyond the four that the Caps already do. But maybe something worth keeping in mind here between now and the trade deadline as well coming up on April 12. All right, also from Brian McClellan the other day, we asked him about Alex Ovechkin because when the general manager speaks, typically you ask about the best player on the hockey team. But Alex Ovechkin, uh, the first half of his season, a little unorthodox, had the four-game absence due to COVID, has battled some other physical issues. So McClellan weighing in on the first half and whether he has another gear, Ovechkin, for the second half of the season. 
Yeah, I think there's another gear. I think he's worked some through some things physically that, you know, not quite injuries, but, uh, you know, he got through the COVID, got through some minor stuff physically. You know, I think the last couple of games, uh, he's, he's been more on target. I think he'll have a really good second half here. You know, I think we're getting through uh, the period of, you know, maybe not practicing, not being totally there after the COVID, after uh, some injuries. Uh, I, I think he'll have a good second half. All right, there you have it. GM Brian McClellan on the play of Alex Ovechkin. And yes, heating up of late. He now has three goals in his last four games. Power play marker on Saturday night in the win over the Philadelphia Flyers. Ovechkin now tied with Backstrom and Verana. Team high 10 goals on the year. So Brian McClellan uh, happy with the way Ovechkin has looked and played of late. Again, maybe starting to get his legs back under him. Had some physical issues earlier in the year. So an encouraging sign that the Capitals are right up there fighting with the New York Islanders for top spot in the division. And you keep in mind, it's possible you still haven't seen the best from Alex Ovechkin, GM McClellan, suggesting another gear in his game. Uh, one other bullet point real quick here. We spent a lot of time talking about the goaltenders. Uh, Brian McClellan was asked about Henrik Lundqvist. The videos have been circulating on social media after he underwent the heart procedure uh, in late December and wasn't available, hasn't been available to the Capitals this season. Brian McClellan was asked, given that he's back on the ice, is there maybe an outside shot that Henrik Lundqvist could actually join the Capitals and be part of the team? And McClellan didn't rule it out. In fact, that's exactly what he said. He said he couldn't rule it out. He wouldn't rule it out. But at the same time, acknowledging it's highly unlikely. Wouldn't rule it out, but said it's unlikely. So some of the highlights and bullet points there, John, from Brian McClellan's midseason State of the Franchise as he met with us the other day over Zoom. Thanks, Ben. Always good to hear from the general manager of the Capitals as the Caps getting ready for the second half of the season. That'll start as the homestand kicks off tomorrow night. All right, so around the Mass Mutual this evening after the New York Islanders, a winner last night over the New Jersey Devils, a four-point lead now on the Caps. More on the standings in a moment. Philadelphia Flyers tonight looking to turn it around in New York, facing the Rangers at 7 o'clock. The Bruins in a battle of third versus fourth. In Pittsburgh tonight, Pens hosting Boston. Someone will gain or keep pace with the Capitals regardless of outcome tonight. Standings at the beginning of the week look like this, folks. The New York Islanders in first place with 42 points. The Capitals now four back at 38. Looking to cut into that this evening as the Islanders are off and the Capitals are in Buffalo. Pittsburgh is three back of the Caps with 35 points. Boston in fourth with 32. And on the outside looking in, the Philadelphia Flyers trying to gain some ground tonight in Gotham. They have 29 points, three outs of a playoff spot. Caps and the Sabres tonight at 7 o'clock. Our coverage begins with Ben Raby and Caps game day at 4 o'clock. Network Air is at 6.45. For Ben Raby, I'm John Walton. Have a great Monday, everybody. For the latest on the Capitals and hockey news around the clock. Let's go, Caps! Tune in to Caps Radio 24-7. Listen online via the Capitals mobile app at CapsRadio247.com. Or ask Alexa to play Caps Radio 24-7 on TuneIn.